Welcome to Zestful Aging, where I interview inspiring, fascinating women who are navigating aging with class and sass. I'm your host, Nicole Christina. Hey everyone, I am so grateful for all of the downloads, and I'd love a rating on iTunes and a comment. And please subscribe. It helps the show's rating so other people can find it and learn how to age well. And if you are loving the podcast, why not check out the companion online course, Zestful Aging, Simple and Sustainable Habits for Health and Longevity. You can access it through my website, NicoleChristina.com forward slash Zestful Aging. It's based on the Harvard Study of Adult Development, and I'm really proud of how it's turned out. Well, I've got my coffee in my hand and my trusty dog Sparky beside me, so let's begin. Today we have Christy Jones, who is a certified holistic health coach out of California. She's a certified mindfulness educator, trainer, and speaker, and she specializes in stress reduction and is an expert on the gut-brain connection. Christy's really involved in the schools, and her goal is to bring mindfulness to every school in the United States, and she has received received many awards for the work she does in the schools, but I wanted to have her on our show to talk about the brain-gut connection, and we've been hearing a lot about that. So welcome, welcome to the show, Christy. Thank you for inviting me on. I'm thrilled to be here. Great. Um, you know, I, I'm interested in hearing about the mindfulness and that sounds like a really wonderful initiative. Um, but what I'd like to start with is because our listeners are more in the middle age, uh, you know, 50 plus range. We've been hearing a lot about the importance of healthy guts, healthy brains, mood, all that stuff. And I'm just wondering if you could talk a little bit about what's going on with this big push on healthy gut. Yes, I would love to. And and just to give you a little backstory of how I got interested in this, I have three children. And my middle daughter, when she was young, started having major digestive issues. She actually had a lot of asthma, allergies, and was on tons of medication, nebulizer, all sorts of things. And really what happened is at that point, she'd been on so much medication that we had depleted her microbiome. We had depleted her gut, and she started having digestive issues. So my passion with this started about 10 years ago with my daughter and, under, and seeing that whenever her stomach hurt, her head hurt. And I knew oh. there was a connection, but there wasn't as much information about the brain gut connection at that point in time. Right, and 10 so, years ago. That yes, was, so right. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about, brain gut connection? I, I imagine so. What do you mean and when so, you said her, her head hurt? What does that mean exactly? So basically, she would get a stomach ache, and then she'd be like, oh, my head, my head hurt. Like, it was both, always. Uh -huh. And so it really sparked my interest in this connection. And, and so as I started helping to heal her body, 
really through through eating healthy and f you know really through food i started realizing that she wasn't the only one that was experiencing this and and that led me to become a holistic health coach and specialize in the brain gut connection so so what i found as i really was working with i work with a lot of women was that if i was going to help anybody like a lot of women want to come to me for weight loss they want to lose weight they're frustrated with where they're at they don't feel like they have energy mm -hmm. it all went back to the gut that what we're finding what science is saying is that our digestive system is responsible really for our, our health and well-being we make 95 percent of our serotonin in our gut 50% of our dopamine and 80% of our immune system is is in our gut. So wow. so you know this is new. I mean this is we're hearing it but like then what does that mean? And so if our digestive system isn't working properly, our body isn't working properly. Mm -hmm. It's like the control central. Yes, so it is. It's our, our what is it? I'm not that great with computers, but whatever's running the computer. <laughs> the motherboard. <laughs> the motherboard. <laughs> it's really the motherboard and, and, and just modern life is depleting. We hear a lot about the microbiome. Um, you know, the, those bacteria in our gut really are so important for our overall health. And that is so interesting. And I'm just trying to imagine you as a mom trying to figure this out 10 years ago when it wasn't splashing on all the, you know, all the media outlets. Was it lonely trying to put this together? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and yes. And I wish I would have known what I know now then because really my only resource then was okay healthy food let's use foods that are anti-inflammatory that don't you know that are that are helping the gut helping to heal the gut what i didn't take into account then is that we actually have a natural state of balance in our body and that stress plays a huge role in the mm -hmm. digestive health like i knew it did but i didn't know how to help turn off the stress response for her or for myself and 98% of digestive issues are stress-related. Wow, this is so important because I think people will, and I'll joke with people, um, and I saw on your website how we eat is as important as what we eat, and it sounds like Mark David, um, some of his, his work. Um, but I think people... Uh, you know, we'll go on the uh, assumption that if they're eating kale smoothies all day, mm -hmm. then they mm -hmm. should be doing great. But then they're, you know, they're drinking mm -hmm. them as they're speeding to work and worrying and stressing yeah. and on yeah. their phone and all of that. So it, it this is a very different approach. Yes. So food is important, but it's only a, actually a small picture of our digestive health. So we absolutely want to be fueling our body with, with good food. But if we're under stress, our digestive system is literally turned off. If we're in the fight or flight mode, which most people mm -hmm. are in a chronic high or low level fight or flight, mm -hmm. in that state, our digestive system turns off. Because if, if a lion was chasing us, we're not worried about digesting our kale smoothie. Right. That's exactly <laughs> right. right. That's right. right. Or having so, immunity or fertility. Right. Yeah, right. Any, of any of those things. It's just worried about, you know, getting away. So our blood is going to our arms and our legs to fight or to flee and to our brain to think but that we're not 
with our digestive system in that state, it's literally not digesting properly and it's not absorbing the nutrients from our food. Wow, this is bad news, I think, for those of us who are just saying, you know, let me make an organic meal with nuts and seeds and then watching the nightly news. <laughs> right, so turn off the nightly news. <laughs> The first yeah, uh, suggestion, right? Turn right. off the nightly no. So tell, tell, um, tell me what would be your first like big suggestion? Like where are we going to start? This sounds so yeah. important. So for me, I think it's people. I, I really try to keep teach that people that we have a natural state of balance. Mm-hmm. And if we can understand our natural state of balance and how our body works, then we can start putting tools in place to actually reduce our stress and turn on our digestive system, turn off the stress response. Mm-hmm. So do you want to know our natural state of balance? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. So, um, so, so get that I work a lot also with elementary students. So I keep things really simple. I like simple words. I like easy. Um, <laughs> so my you're goal is to make, to the, yep, you're talking <laughs> my, to the right person. My goal is to make health and as fun and simple as possible. So if we imagine a tree, Mm-hmm. A tree to be to grow and to thrive needs to have sunshine coming down. It needs to have warm energy coming down and it needs water coming up its roots to nourish the tree. So water energy coming up. So when a tree gets a bo- both enough sun and enough water, it thrives and it grows. Mm-hmm. Agreed? Yes, I'm right with you. I'm, I'm sure we could make it more complicated if we want, but we're going for the simple version could, <laughs> in case there's any scientists out there. Yeah, right, right, right. Right? Our body's very similar. We make warm energy in our body. It's meant to flow down to our abdomen. When it does that, we digest our food properly. We go to the bathroom properly. Our circulation is good, and we feel balanced and grounded on our feet. Mm. That signals our kidneys to release water and goes up to our head and cools our head. So Mm. our natural state of balance is a cool head and a warm abdomen. That is really interesting. Now I'm going to ask the obvious question. Okay. How do we, how do we know when our <laughs> abdomen is warm? That's a great question. So I'm going to take this a step further just to in the naming of this. I follow an Eastern philosophy. So what we call this is water up, fire down. So cool head is water up and warm belly is fire down. So I, to, to create this state, I teach people simple movements that, you know, you can even visualize over the phone. We don't have to be, um, or, you know, over this, this podcast, you don't have to see it to, to get it. But most of the time we're in our head and our head. So, so I guess, let me back up just a second. So when we're at a balance, that energy flows up to our head and then we get a hot head and a cool abdomen. So when we start feeling anxious, stressed, uh, overwhelmed, then mm. our head is hot. Then we know that we're in fire up, <laughs> water mm-hmm. down, right? Mm. So we more easily can recognize when we're out of balance. Most people know that feeling of being frustrated and overwhelmed. Okay. And, that, and, and you're talking about that being a, a 
sort of a hot head. Yes. So all that. En- <laughs> I mean, I'm going to try to understand it in my language and tell me if this is right. Yes, but it's yes. sort of like, you know, there's a lot of energy going around. There's mm-hmm. twer- there's there's hamster wheels running mm-hmm. very fast. And yes. there's just a lot of activity. Is that? Is yes. That, am I, yes, am I absolutely. Hot okay. head, like, yes, like I've got too much to do. I'm not sure how to get it done. You know, somebody cuts you off on the freeway and you're stressed. That is you know, a hot head and a cool abdomen. So what happens in that state, let me explain what happens in that state. And then I can show you how to feel, you know, the, the natural state of balance is that when our energy goes up to our head and we feel stressed and overwhelmed and anxious, um, our abdomen actually becomes cool and we clench. We feel our tension. We might feel like we're stressed in our shoulders, but we actually, are clenching our intestines too. We hold that stress in our abdomen. And so what's happening is we're clenching, right? And so we're creating tension in our intestines. And over time, what happens is we start creating like stiffness in our intestines and our intestines become like a garden hose that's been left out in the sun. It becomes stiff and cold and leaky. Oh my! And goodness. so that is not where we want to be no. for a healthy gut. <laughs> and so, does so does that is that clear so far? It's fascinating. Yes, yeah, it's clear. So what we're wanting to do is we're wanting to bring that energy down from our head. So we're thinking too much. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. we want to bring our energy down from our head to our abdomen. Okay. And so you want to know how to do that? Yes. <laughs> so it's really simple. You know, I like to teach people something that I called head, heart, tummy tapping. So once again, I work with little kids, so I keep my names really simple. Is this the so, belly button breathing, Christy, that you so talk about? This, this is not the belly yeah. button breathing yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we can right. talk about that too. This you don't need anything but your yourself um, okay. in there. But if you stand with your feet shoulder width apart. Yes. And bounce your knees just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Mm-hmm. And then you just start tapping your head with your fingertips. Ah. So even just this, tapping your head and breathing releases tension from your head. But what you're doing is you're, you know, in tapping your head, you're bringing your body and your brain back together again. So stress is when the body and brain are disconnected. So through simple movements and breath, we can actually connect our body and our brain back together and we can reduce stress dramatically. This is sort of, it reminds me of the emotional freedom technique, EFT yeah. tapping. <laughs> yes. Okay. So instead of tapping, like most of that's kind of like within in your face, yes. I use the whole body. And so we want to tap here for just about a minute. So if anybody's following along, they can just do this as we're doing it. You're just standing, bouncing your knees, breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth, and tapping your head, closing your eyes, and it will really start relaxing your body. So we're doing a couple different things. We're increasing our blood flow to our brain. Mm -hmm. Our brain requires 25% of our blood flow to even function and 20% of our oxygen. So we need to get that blood flow to our brain, but we're also releasing stress and tension from our head. Wow. 
So after tapping there, the next place we want to tap is, is our chest. I call it heart. So we really want to be tapping our chest, not off to the left, but just right in the middle with okay. an open palm. You know, just put your, your hand, open palms on your chest. I won't tap or else you're going to hear it on the microphone. <laughs> yeah. So is it like, so, um, is the sternum area or someplace else? Yeah. So just right, you know, right under your collarbone. Under your you know, just boat. you're yep. tapping right there, open hands. And if you do this and you close your eyes, you'll notice that your head cools down. Wow. So we tap here for about a minute. And then once the next place we tap is put our, our hands right on right under our belly button and okay. we tap our abdomen, our yeah. intestines, and we're literally bringing our energy from our head into our chest and then down to our abdomen. So we're, we're, we're teaching the body how to relax. And in doing that, it brings your energy back to your abdomen. So then you tap here for a minute or two at your abdomen. Mm-hmm. And you can stay tapping longer if you want to in each spot, but just even a minute at each spot. And then take a couple breaths, and you'll notice your head feels cooler and your abdomen starting to feel warmer. And, and so as a, as a psychotherapist, I'm trying to imagine uh, talking to people who are feeling anxiety or panic or overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And is this, this would be suitable for people like everybody. Oh, everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I teach the same thing to the women I work with that are over 50 to yeah. the kindergartners that I work with that are five and six. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so basically we're learning how to, to tap into our body. And mm -hmm. to notice how our body feels and to get in tune with our body because we've gotten so used to being busy and not really paying attention to our body. We want our body to come on this journey, but we, we just want it to do what we want it to do. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, we don't necessarily treat it well. Right. So we want to invite our body to come on this journey of life with us as we get older. <laughs> mm -hmm. And and we want to give it some tools so it gets to feel good too. Wow, this is really interesting cuz I, you know, I'm familiar with a lot of the uh mind-body, you know, techniques, EFT, abdominal breathing, meditation, but I have never heard it put in these terms and I think that this is very practical and accessible yeah well I love hearing you say that <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah hello zestful agers a short intermission to thank you for the incredible amount of downloads I love creating this podcast and it's so satisfying to know that you are enjoying it too Creating and hosting Zestful Aging has been a blast, but it does require a lot of time and resources to deliver a high-quality interview to you every week. So I've signed up with Patreon, which is kind of like Kickstarter, but for ongoing artistic projects. Unlike Kickstarter, the donations are recurrent and the amount is usually smaller. When you become a patron of Zestful Aging, you will receive special benefits like behind-the-scenes info, a place to communicate with other listeners, as well as other patron-only bonuses.
These funds will be used to make equipment upgrades, particularly for mobile interviewing, and to travel to interview guests, like to New York City to interview participants in the Diversity Fashion Show. I also need to hire a professional editor. So please go to patreon.com forward slash zestful aging and make a small but vital donation. Thank you for contributing to the ongoing success of zestful aging, and I can't wait to bring you more juicy, inspiring interviews. Now back to the show. Yeah. So tell me, can you tell me a little bit about when a woman of a certain age might come in and say, you know, not feeling great, low energy, life is sort of at a, maybe at a fork in the road. Um, she might come in with what, what other kinds of complaints might she uh, be talking to about? Um, a lot of clients that I see will also be dealing with maybe like some type of a bloating issue, uh-huh. constipation, diarrhea. I deal with a lot of digestive health. <laughs> right, right. Um, but if it makes sense if you think about that we hold so much stress in our intestines. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, that so so that tends to be a common problem. I think there's more digestive issues, you know, that you know, in what I had just mentioned than we realize. Mm-hmm. Um, so my understanding, it's one third of all Americans are dealing with some type of a digestive issue. Wow. I mean, we're really a mess, aren't we? We're going to our doctors. Uh, the number one complaint is I can't sleep. And yes. then 25% are on some kind of antidepressant, anti-anxiety yes. med. And yes. then what you're saying is our bodies are, you know, stiff garden hoses that don't. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really... <laughs> no wonder, no wonder right. there's, uh, you know, people are unhappy. Right. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I guess a lot of common too, I just see high stress, anxiety, depression, Um, Mm -hmm. just a lack of joy in their life Mm -hmm. and not sure how to get it back. And so when they start doing these practices, doing the warm abdomen, doing the cooler head and, and getting more aware of, oh, wait a minute, there's too much energy and activity up in this brain. Let me do my tapping. What, what do they find? What do you see as their healing? I mean, it's just so much fun to see the results people have, Um, you know, and it just kind of depends what they've been experiencing, but people that, um, you know, we don't usually talk about bathroom stuff, but we need to, Um, you know, constipation is actually a huge issue. Like most people are chronically constipated, but people that can actually go to the bathroom, like they're like, oh my gosh, this, mm. I just want to go to the bathroom like a regular person. <laughs> Simple um, it is like it goes back to such a basic need, mm-hmm. something that we need for just survival and to be healthy. Um, so I see a lot of things happen within their intestines of being able to go to the bathroom like a regular person, whether they were going too much or not enough that things just balance out Mm -hmm. um that they're able to show up in life like be in situations that are stressful and have tools to keep themselves balanced and grounded 
and that they're not bringing in all this emotion to their into their body. So I'm teaching them a lot of how to throw away that emotion. You know that we don't have to be that sponge and absorb um, life and all the other emotions of other people <laughs> that we care about mm-hmm. um, or don't care about <laughs> right, right. in there too. But, you know, really seeing that, I guess some of my best cases are people with autoimmune that their inflammation and their pain goes down and they have hope in their life that they can actually live life and they're not just going to be crippled by their disease. Wow. I mean, that yeah. is just major, major transformation yeah. there. So yeah. let me make sure I, I don't want to sort of misquote what you're saying. I just want yeah. to make sure I'm getting it. You're saying even as a, you know, a certified holistic health coach, you're saying food is important. You know, don't don't be eating processed foods, I'm sure. But you're also saying even before that, you have to make sure your body can even digest the good food that you might be feeding it. Yes. That's step one. Yes. Is to be in a state of balance where your abdomen essentially is turned on. Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm understanding this because this is really interesting. Now, you, uh, I, on your website, you talk about something that's near and dear to my heart that I've been a a massive failure at. I want to talk about, uh, phones and, uh, you know, constant technology. And Mm. I saw that you Mm. took a really interesting retreat in the desert and there were no phones for five days. Yes, it was fabulous. <laughs> I highly recommend it. <clears throat> this is a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine that puts on these retreats. It's called Restival. So if anybody's mm-hmm. interested in they can look it up. And she, her goal is really to be doing them all over the world. <clears throat> uh-huh. I'm not sure when the next one is, but it's available on, on the Restival site. Um, but you know, literally we're turning off our phone for five days. It's a digital detox. What was it like? Take me through the first. Now, I don't even know how addicted you are to begin with. (laughs) But if you're like, you know, anybody else, um, you know, I'm assuming you're on your phone. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you run your own business, (laughs) you know, and and people contact you through your phone or through the Internet, you're I'm on it. Right. right. So, I mean, that's part of my my business is to be on it. Um, And I actually thought it was really going to be hard. I was a little bit scared that, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do without my phone for five days? And and she did not take our phones away. But, you know, you're in a place that there's really no reception. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't have to. So she didn't have to. Right. Yeah. And um, it actually it's almost like a switch just like a, like a relief switch, you know, turned on like, wow, I just get to be in this beautiful land and, and I don't have to contact anybody. <laughs> and it was like, just, it wow. was actually just freedom. So I, I don't know if I can explain it in the way of that, right. you know, that, that nervousness or that stress of not having, you know, being able to like, well, what happens if this happens? There was a way people could contact us if they needed to. An emergency. So, so that, you know, that was taken care of. Um, And then just being in a beautiful location where, you know, really we like what we, what I wanted to do was just get up in the morning and watch the sunrise and sit Mm. and watch and be in this land that it just created that safe space to, 
to just be. And, and there was nothing, there wasn't a whole lot to do except for just to be in nature and to interact with other people. What I realized is our conversations at our mealtime, we sat for, you know, over an hour and just talked. Nobody was on a phone. Imagine that mealtime with nobody on a phone. <laughs> and that the conversations were just so rich and deep because there was nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. and and we didn't we didn't we weren't tied to the technology did you notice your body feeling differently speaking of stress in the body I, the whole experience I mean was it not it wasn't not only having a, a break from technology but just being out in beautiful you know a beautiful environment in 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 Arizona mm-hmm. you know so it was a combination of things that just felt really relaxing Mm-hmm. And then, then coming back and wanting to bring that back into my daily life that I don't have to be addicted to my phone. Um, yeah. Although it creeps back in. That's right. That's <laughs> I have to right. say, it creeps back mm-hmm. in. I'm not surprised. <laughs> so, so I think it's important to continually have those digital detox where mm-hmm. we, we give ourselves a break, whether it's, you know, we go out for the day and turn off our phone and just leave, let people know we're not available. You know, we don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to go on a five-day trip, but setting some boundaries for ourselves that are healthy. Um, and what I'm seeing is that technology in the kids that I work with, um, I started asking them, how many of you have a hard time sleeping? And, and seeing that, I think I was talking to fifth graders at that time, that many of them are having a hard time sleeping and a lot of them are on a screen or a phone or a game system before they go to bed. Mm-hmm. So this is actually a something that we need to start dealing with with our kids at creating healthy boundaries with technology mm-hmm. <clears throat> when they're young. And so I, I, I talked with them. I asked them to start turning off their device at least a half an hour before they went to bed. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they were they were receptive. They were doing it and and said that it made a difference for them. Wow. Wow. You know, I was yeah. in the grocery store the other day and there was a wee little little toddler young toddler sitting in the in the you know up front in the seat and his parent maybe his mom gave him a book and he was trying to swipe it yeah like it was an ipad yes these little kids know how to work phones my nephew's Mm -hmm. three and and honestly what we're seeing i know this is meant to really gear towards towards women in their 50s but i think this information is valuable tool too is that even the school system is going more towards chromebooks and ipads and and the kids are are used to being in front of a screen we're literally going to have to be teaching kids how to communicate face to face because Mm -hmm. they're so used to being in front of a screen and that they they're creating these classrooms that are called 21st century classrooms that each child has their own iPad. Mm -hmm. And so in our district, they have the power went out one day and the, the newer classroom that's so used to being on technology, you know, their systems were down because it's more based on technology. So, you know, there's some things for us to look at in, Mm -hmm. um, in this modern world is how do we have that healthy relationship because technology is not going to go away mm-hmm. but how do we create that healthy balance for ourselves as as women how do we create that healthy balance for our families that are probably so resistant to <laughs> any mm-hmm. type of boundaries what yeah. i can't just be on this as much as i want right. um <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um 
So do you do online work at all, Christy? Could people contact you to have like a consultation with you? Yes, absolutely. I do online work. I like to use Skype or some other um, FaceTime, something where we can see each other because I do teach healing exercises. You know, I'm teaching people how to create this natural state of balance in their body. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many simple things we can do with just breathing and not moving also. Mm -hmm. But um, I like to have that face-to-face interaction so I can Mm -hmm. work with anybody anywhere. Uh, You know, but I prefer to have that where we can see each other on a screen. Mm -hmm. And where would they contact you? What's the best place to find you? The best place, you know, would you, I mean, I like it when to just get on a phone with somebody. So, you know, phone or email would be the best place to contact me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And your, tell, say your website, though, because you have a lot of information on your website. What's yes. So yeah. my website is, is christyjones.com. So it's mm-hmm. just C-H-R-I-S-T-Y, Jones, uh-huh. J-O-N-E-S. Okay. com. So really easy. Yeah, that is <laughs> Try to keep thing. everything simple, right? So I That's just have to have right. a simple last name. <laughs> That's excellent. Well, there's yeah. so much here. And it seems like, you know, you're talking about things that are, you know, it's not like a 10 point system, you know, it sounds so sensible. It sounds so straightforward, but really profound and and, and just so, you know, you're dealing with the major systems here, you know, yeah. really big changes. I could see this being extremely helpful for particularly women who are middle age, getting, you know, older of a certain age. And, you know, maybe their digestive systems are even slowing down a little bit. Things are slowing down and they're saying, you know, I don't want to live the rest of my life like this something I want something to change I still have a lot of years left yes how can it how can it be different for me and you're and you're um I love your techniques and 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 your enthusiasm yeah and you know here's the great news for women as we get older is that we can literally make our brain younger so as we're building our gut, I, mm-hmm. I teach also exercises for the brain, mindfulness exercises for the brain that literally are making new connections in our brain and making our brain younger. So, mm-hmm. so you know, we're at such a wonderful age that, you know, most of the time our kids are grown at this age and mm-hmm. we can put more focus on ourselves and that mm-hmm. there's really fun, simple things that we can do to really just make our life even better as we're getting older. Yes. Or getting younger. I don't know. I always tell people we're getting younger. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's great stuff. And I think a lot of our listeners will be very interested in that. So thank you so much for uh, helping me understand some of this. This is a new way to look at it. I really thought I had a pretty good handle on mind-body stuff, but you're definitely uh, taking it another step further. And, and I love what you're doing. Thank you. I love what you're doing, too. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Christy. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on Zestful Aging. I love to hear from my listeners, so send me an email at NicoleChristina.com and tell me what you'd like to hear more about. I would also greatly appreciate if you could hop on iTunes and rate the show. 
ratings help other people find the podcast so I can share all these good juicy interviews with others. I would also invite you to become a patron of the Zestful Aging Podcast. Hop on over to patreon.com forward slash Zestful Aging and consider making a small donation. You will be eligible for insider-only goodies and behind-the-scenes information, and it'll help you feel good knowing that you're contributing to the Zestful Aging Podcast. I'll look forward to sharing more juicy interviews next week on Zestful Aging.